you know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher and He's faithful. No matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there. And all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, he's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time, because he's faithful. Hang in there, my friend. Your blessing's just ahead. You might not see it. You might not feel it. But all you got to do is know that if God is in front of you, the blessing is right there. So reach out, reach out to him. Cause in him, everything you're looking for is right in the center of his heart. And all you gotta do is run into the center of it and let him surround you with his goodness and his grace and his mercy. He just keeps pouring it out fresh every day, waiting for you to receive it. So walk with open hands. Be willing to receive. No, you don't deserve it. None of us do. <laughs> but that's why Jesus came. To bridge the gap between you and God and give you everything you don't deserve. His love, his mercy, his grace, his goodness, his blessings. All of your dreams come true. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about what he wants to do in you to glorify himself. Yeah, he wants to show off. He wants to use you and to show out, to show the world who he is in your life. So, have faith. Open your hands. Open your heart. Epitha. Be open. Believe. Know that his love overcomes everything in your life. So stand fast and trust Him. Trust Him to bring you through whatever it is that you're struggling with right now. Because He's faithful, my friend. I know. I'm a living witness. You can be too. 
Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney-Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk. We've been talking on how to make your life work, how to build a firm foundation so that your life, the house you live in, is a house or a life that you enjoy. We've dealt with the foundation of that house, um, the, the main cornerstones being you, God, purpose, and then your relationship with others. We've covered a couple of different relationships, but today I want to address one that's very special and close to the heart of everyone. That would be the ultimate earthly relationship, that of your spouse. You see, your life partner will be your key earthly relationship. In a sense, your life partner names you and defines you. This person in particular, has the power to make or break your life, to strengthen or to weaken you, to propel you into your destiny or rob you of it. This is the person you sleep with, the person who is joined to you both physically and spiritually. The intimacy between you creates a bond more powerful than any other relationship that you'll have on the face of the earth. It surpasses the bond of even your parents who had a hand in creating, birthing, and nurturing you. The person with whom you have sexual union transcends any maternal or paternal ties because you literally become one with another human being. This creates a soul tie that binds you to your mate. When this covenant connection is severed, the damage is like that of an amputation. You feel the pain of missing your partner long after his or her departure. This is called phantom pain and is very real for those who've undergone an amputation, either physical or emotional. Many wonder why the pain of losing a spouse to death or divorce is so deep and relentless. The answer is that this was no surface relationship. It penetrated beneath the skin to the soul realm. The commitment to forever and ever amen is remembered by the spirit long after it has been abandoned by the intellect. You are expected to leave mother and father and cleave to your mate, becoming one with each other in an everlasting, unbreakable connection. Each of us spends enormous energy and time looking for his or her soulmate, the one we believe will be the cherry on top of the cake, the one who will complete us, our better half or other half, depending on how you look at it. This is only natural because the first thing man received after being created by God was a kiss. God breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a living soul, exchanging breath, a kiss. To this day, we all crave a lasting exchange, an endless kiss or connection that sets our heart on fire and gives us life. We are designed for this soul-to-soul, heart-to-heart, mind-to-mind connection. Your mate needs to encompass all that your friends do and more. Actually, that person should be your best friend. Love that will last begins and is grounded in genuine friendship. Your mate should also, in a sense, continue the work of your parents and siblings and bring balance to your life. If you're a woman, you were designed to be a helper to your mate. Yes, even the architect has agreed that this part of his creation, the male, needs help. (laughs) That should be empowering news to all females out there. You can be a Delilah and rob him of his strength and kill him. Or you can be a Deborah who helps her man fight the wars in his life. If you're married to an unbeliever, you can be an Esther and help your man do the right thing, whether he acknowledges God or not. The bottom line is a woman has the power to make or break a man, so she should use her power wisely. 
God holds the man responsible for loving the woman, for caring for her as if she were a part of his own body, protecting and providing for her. Women need men. They were created for men. And no matter how independent they become, they long for the tender touch of a man as well as the strength of his presence. God holds the man accountable for the woman's well-being. Oh, yes. This should empower men to rise to the occasion and realize how important they are in a woman's life. As women, we can rest secure in the knowledge of what treasures we are in the eyes of our Creator. To think that He would assign someone the task of taking care of us so tenderly suggests that He considers us to be of great value. So know that the second greatest decision in life you will make after choosing Christ as Savior will be that of whom you marry. This one decision will affect the rest of your life, whether the marriage lasts or not. The repercussions from a broken heart are both deep and lasting, but a love relationship that thrives can enable you to reach unbelievable heights and add the finishing touches to an incredible life. This union is so intense that when built according to the architect's design, it empowers both partners to be more effective and fruitful than ever before. Note, you must have a life that works well in order to have a love that works well. Why? Because whatever affects your life will affect your heart, which affects your love life. Got it? In short, the two anchor one another. Now that we've discussed the functions of all the others who will form the fourth cornerstone of your foundation, that would be yourself, your parents, your siblings, your friends and associates, and finally, your lifetime partner, Let's list them in the order that you should honor them in. God is first, of course. Then your husband or your wife if you're married, parents, siblings, and friends. After those, you can honor all additional others, such as co-workers and acquaintances. Treasure all of the other relationships and give the honor due them. This will ensure that your priorities remain intact. And this cornerstone of the foundation stays strong. Each of these important people have a great effect on whether you make life work or not. Arrange this cornerstone of the foundation with care, in perfect alignment with the other three cornerstones. That would be yourself, God, and your purpose. With all of these cornerstones firmly in place, now you can begin to build. Remember that your life will work only as well as the lives that you surround yourself with. Now that we've firmly placed all the foundational cornerstones in place, we can get ready to continue building on life. As we continue the conversation, we'll move on to the pillars, which are very important for the next stage of building the life that you want to live. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace and the wonders of your way. Constantly amazing.